This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. As a soul success coach, media personality, best-selling author, and the host of the Create Change Now radio show and Telesummit series, Carrie Murphy's intention is to inspire and awaken millions from all over the globe to create powerful, positive, soul-driven change in their lives. Join Carrie's program every Wednesday as she interviews leading personal development experts, success coaches, energy healers, speakers, mystics, visionaries, and authors who share their research, wisdom, and personal stories. Carrie's show will uplift your spirit, expand your perspective, and support you in making more conscious choices in your day-to-day life. She inspires her listeners to take responsibility for the quality of their lives and embrace their full potential. You can reach Carrie at www.carriemurphy.com or 1-800-704-SOUL and be sure to tune into her radio show to get your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment so that you can begin to create positive change in your life today. Don't wait. The time for change is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am your host, Carrie Murphy. You're tuned in to the Create Change Now radio show, your internationally syndicated multivitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. Good morning to everyone here in America. Good afternoon, good evening, and good day to all of you tuning in from around the globe. It is Wednesday, December 5th, 2012, and I'm so happy that you've joined us today. Are you ready to discover life's hidden lessons and heal into consciousness? Are you ready to learn about an evolutionary self-healing system called the Dalian Method, created by my special guest, Amada Dalian, which removes the layers of repressed thoughts, emotions, and beliefs from your body's cellular memory, permanently eradicating the causes of fear, pain, and suffering, and restoring broken DNA into its original natural state? It sounds fascinating to me, um, and it sounds very empowering, too. Uh, so I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be talking about that and a lot more on today's show. And I'm really honored that you've chosen to be here. And I'm very grateful for what you bring to the collective energy of this show each and every week, and specifically for what you bring today. Uh, in just a few minutes, I will be welcoming the beautiful Mata Dalian as my special guest. We will be talking about her healing system and talk about discovering life's hidden lessons and healing into consciousness, so you're not going to want to miss it. Before I tell you about Mata, let me first invite you to get all the free gifts available to you on my website at kerrymurphy.com. C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y.com. All of these offerings, the radio show each week, my gift package, the inspiration page uh, on the website, it's all complimentary and intended to support you on your journey of growth and expansion and healing and evolution. And it is my deepest passion to support you and provide a community that allows you a soft space to land and really get nurtured from the inside out. So if you're ready to go deeper into the journey beyond all the free offerings available to you, check out my uh, store on the website. There are lots of teleclasses, books, private and group coaching programs, self-study programs, and much more. I do believe this journey of expansion and evolution is ongoing, uh, and it gets more and more beautiful. So I want you to know that my support is available for you off the air whenever you're ready for that if you would like to take it to that level. 
Uh, I also want to remind you, go to the radio show page on the website. Register for free on the iTunes link so you never have to miss the show. Uh, also, you can sign up on a FeedBurner link there on the radio show page. And you will receive the replay link to each show delivered directly to your email inbox each week. We do try to keep it very simple and very easy for you to access the new shows as well as all the archives at your convenience. Uh, you can also check out upcoming guests while you're there. And uh, in January, we celebrate our third year anniversary of the show. So that's going to be really fun. We have some changes coming up for the show uh, starting in January, so stay tuned for that. Um, also, when I connect with you, between our shows on my Facebook fan page, it's a beautiful community of just beautiful souls. We have a great space to get inspired and share and connect and raise your vibration every day. So please join us there. Uh, just type in Carrie Middle Initial L Murphy, uh, as well as on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all those fun sites. Um, I want to remind you I love connecting with you off the air. Don't feel like, um, and I love hearing from you. And I do read all of your emails and appreciate them very much. Okay, so I want to go ahead and tell you about my beautiful guest for today, and then we'll get started. Mata Dalian is affectionately known as Mata, a modern-day mystic, an internationally acclaimed master healer and spiritual teacher. She's like a human x-ray machine who, with razor-sharp accuracy, is able to see through the layers of people's unconscious, read the repressed thoughts, emotions, and belief patterns in the body that cause their pain and their fears and their suffering, and she helps transform what's unconscious in the person into consciousness. Uh, combining this gift with her experience of enlightenment at the age of 33 and her deep wisdom and compassion for human suffering, Mata devised a light-speed healing system known as the Dalian Method for health and consciousness. We're going to be talking about that. And this groundbreaking self-healing system... It really helps to quickly identify and erase the self-sabotaging imprints from our body's cellular memory and transform that fear and pain and suffering into health and self-empowered consciousness. Spiritually, the Dalian method spontaneously assists the individual in awakening their inner intelligence and discovering their inner truth, their creativity, and their purpose. Mata is also the best-selling author of the multi-award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the creator of the powerful meditation techniques called No Yes Active Meditation and Transcending the Fear of Death and the Unknown, uh, which is a guided visualization. Um, we're going to have so much fun talking. We have so much to talk about, so I want to go ahead and welcome Mada to the show. By the way, you can reach her at Mada Dalian, M-A-D-A, D-A-L-I-A-N dot com. Mada, would you like to join me and get started? I'd love to join you, Carrie. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. We, I, I love what you do, and we have a lot to talk about, so I want to dive in. Um, do you mind, before we talk about your healing system and all these beautiful gifts of wisdom that you have, I would love to know your take on what you feel is happening with the energies right now. Well, you know, with 12-12-12 and December 21st right around the corner, this is on a lot of people's minds right now. Um, mm -hmm. I would love to know your perspective on what you feel is really happening. You know, to me, what's happening right now is more. There, there is an an awakening that mm -hmm. so we're we're just at the doorstep of of um, a possibility of mass awakening, and that's something that humanity has been waiting for for a very very long time, and 
opportunities like this come every 26,000 years. And um, obviously, there's some people that take advantage of them and they just jump and mm -hmm. uh, surf the wave. Uh, and of course, there's people who are so oblivious about it that they just missed an opportunity. But it doesn't mean that um, everybody's potential is not there to wake up. It's just some people have to wait. Um, and si similarly, those who are ready now probably have been working for a very, very long time and waiting for this opportunity. So, uh, and to me, anything, we talk a lot about destruction and uh, we already see that nature is shaking us up. Mm -hmm. And this is um, a very important time for us as humans to realize that life on Earth is temporary and we're here for a certain purpose. And one of the very major purposes for us um, as we contribute in our life, day-to-day -day life, and contribute to the world, uh, a major purpose is for us to wake up and to know who we are. Uh, and this is an opportunity to do that. And, and there's many people, I had a vision actually, this was in 1990, where um, many people suddenly, there was like um, a, a ball of light surrounded by a sea of darkness. And that light represented the light of all the awakened ones down the centuries. And it was a small light compared to the, the darkness, the unconsciousness that was all around. And I'm talking about cosmically here because we're not separate. We're, we're on the planet Earth, but we're also cosmic beings. We're part of the universe. Yes. And uh, what happened was within the speed of light, many light streams started entering this, this ball of light. And suddenly it grew. And in, in that, there was a second where everything stopped. It was just a moment of standstill. And it was a moment of what is going to take over. Is, is the consciousness going to take over? Because the light represents consciousness. Or the darkness, the unconsciousness is going to take over. And in that split second, there was just that last stream of light that was almost forcibly pulled into this a big ball which, uh, you know, uh, slowly grew to become a big ball. And that tipped the, the balance. And that gave me um, a very clear sense that we're not really, we don't need to go through mass destruction in order to come to this moment of transformation. And right. if there's enough people who awaken at this time, that light has enough power to transform the unconsciousness all around because, you know, even if we bring a little candle to a dark room, suddenly we see the room, suddenly we're aware what, what, uh, what's in the room. Similarly, cosmically speaking or, or planetarily speaking, the light of all these awakened um, souls will illuminate the darkness and will help thousands and millions of people to, to wake up just instantaneously. Right. No, it's a beautiful, like you said, it's an opportunity. And uh, have you noticed any uh, shifts or changes in your own life with the change in the in the energies that are um, available right now, I guess I should say? Well, what I'm noticing in my own life um, is that 
the people that I'm working with are that are coming to work, and and the sincerity and the depth of wanting to wake up, and the honesty, which is very very rare because we're so afraid to be honest. Our conditionings are so um, we're, we're so ingrained with fears, and. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm noticing because that totally enhances my life. When it's like stepping into a garden that all these buds are just ready to flower. And because with with myself, the kind of life that I've led, uh, I've been very blessed to live in a kind of environment that, um, that probably the earth is coming into. I was fortunate enough to... Uh, at the age of 24, to come across a mystic by the name of Osho Mm -hmm. and live in his community for a long time and live in a new way, in a kind of a way that we're striving as as a collective now. Many people are striving to go and live in in that way. And, of course, um, everything that happens around us affects us. Mm -hmm. And the more people are happy, the more they celebrate, the more... um, uh, uh, honest they are and the less afraid they are it enhances my life just <laughs> right. you know because of that environment so <laughs> i can be like a like an island and live happily by myself because i found that in a in a peace and inner being that mm-hmm. transcends life and death but to i'm still continuing to live the human life which right. means there's there's that, those you know things that we, we have to um, encounter in the human up and down sort of um, way. Mm-hmm. So, um, but having those souls around and working with them and seeing the beauty that is starting to come out of each person, it's so so um, inspiring, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is inspiring, and yeah. just like I'm talking to you, and you're one of them. You know, mm-hmm. it, you you bring your light and you bring your honesty and. This is how we we encourage other people to yeah. take the risk and to to break those fear patterns that keep them small and keep them um, living their life less less than what they could be living. Well, and I, what I love is that with your work, um, you are dedicated to helping people. Um, as you call it, heal into consciousness. And consciousness is just light. It's just expanding into who we really are. Um, But I really honor you and your energy and and what you do. And I want to talk about more about you and your work. And um, I love that, uh, you know, you you are sort of likened to a human x-ray machine (laughs) Mm -hmm. and how you can read thought forms and that are actually suppressed in a person's body and their energy. Um, I'd love to ask you first, how did disability manifest and when did you realize that you could do that? Uh, well, it, it manifested. I, I realized I was able to do that when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And that at the time was very, uh, of course, disturbing because sure. I, could, I could hear people saying one thing and thinking another thing. And um, that didn't seem like I was uh, in a very honest environment. <laughs> and um, and also that confused me. I didn't know what to do with this. Right. Um, actually, I, it didn't feel good at the time. And, of course, as I grew older, I um, 
even though I could still sense that, but I wasn't really, when you don't pay attention to something, you don't focus on something, it sort of sits and waits for you. Right. So um, it, it, it sort of, I forgot about it. And even though I would still pick up what, what was going on in people, but I wasn't really paying attention that this is anything, um, anything important or special that I could use. And later on, um, went on my own journey of self-discovery, and that was my focus for many lives, many, <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> many lives, because that's the truth. Yes. <laughs> it's been my focus many lives, <laughs> and uh, especially this lifetime. Right. And once I came to realize, once I came to find what I was looking for and transcend the ego and the fear that that keeps the ego alive, mm-hmm. um, then it was like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. So the search is over. I realized that the goal is uh, just living moment to moment. There is no goal. There is no search. Uh, in the beginning, the mind is involved, and you're seeking, and you're searching, and you think you're doing something very important and serious, which is the part of the journey, and it has to be done so. But once you experience it, then there's nothing to to, to search anymore. Then all you do is just live moment to moment yeah. and experience all your life moment to moment. Then there's that inner rest that nothing on the outside can disturb. So mm-hmm. with that, it was... Then it, it just happened that um, I became curious about a healing course that was all offered in India when I was uh, just visiting there again in the community of Osho that created. And um, there I realized, oh, my God, I, the person's, I just touched the person's um, body and suddenly their unconscious started talking to me. It was like a, a tape running. Mm-hmm. And a communication from the unconscious, everything that's in the body, all the thoughts that have been repressed, I could hear. And it was so much and so overwhelming. I had to stop and say, well, let me check with this person what I'm hearing to, to just double check to see what's right. going on. And, <laughs> right. and when, I, when I told him, and he was a Japanese person, so, you know, he understood English. When I told him, he... he he just bowed down in gratitude, and tears started running um, from his eyes, and he felt like finally somebody saw me. Somebody can see what's going on inside me. The truth. And he confirmed <laughs> what I was seeing, and same thing started happening with other people. And uh, about a couple of years later, I thought, you know, I need to explore this. Mm-hmm. a little bit more because my interest has never been to do any healing work. My background was architecture, education, and I'm a very creative person, so I like creativity. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided to explore, and I started exploring with people and um, started working with them with, this, with, with, with seeing what's going on in their energy. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I realized that there is something that people are trying to trying to get to, but they're not able to get to that root cause because there's so many layers of the unconscious thought forms and emotions that are repressed in the body. Right. And then I thought, well, how can I get them to seek, go straight through that unconscious and come to the what we call 
subconscious is actually where the the the, the higher being is, the higher self is, the consciousness is. Mm-hmm. Many times we use the word subconscious when people actually want to say unconscious, but they right. you know use the word subconscious. Yeah. So the subconscious is where, you know, when you go to sleep, somewhere deep down, something in you knows. Something mm-hmm. in you um, connects to the source. That's, right. that's the, the, the place that knows everything that's in the unconscious, the layer between the, our conscious um, self, which is about 10% of, of our life that we live in a conscious way, and then the subconscious, which knows everything. So, right. um, to make so how are you able? Short, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was just curious. How are you able to um, create practical tools from you know these these energetic things that you were experiencing? How are you able to transform that into practical tools that would actually help people heal themselves? How did that come about? Well, it started by me questioning, "What can I do next?" Mm-hmm. And then I started experimenting, and then I thought, you know, instead of me telling people what I'm reading in their energy, I want to, to uh, ask them to verbalize what I'm hearing out loud. Mm-hmm. And as, as they started verbalizing, so I would give them the, the exact thought forms that I'm, I was hearing and asking them to verbalize. The moment they would verbalize, suddenly there would be a rush of energy going through the whole body because... Obviously, when you remove those repressions, the energy would start moving. What blocks yeah. the energy from movement is what we repress in our body. And then I started exploring with different parts of the body and the, the chakra system, and I realized that in order to open up the energy in the whole body and transform and allow for that consciousness to come forward, I need to work with the entire body. I can't work if, if somebody has pain in the lower back, the whole body needs to be worked with for the lower back pain, the cause of the lower back pain, for example, to be permanently released. Mm-hmm. And with that, I realized that there are many contradictory thought forms and emotions repressed in different parts of the body. And another thing is that when a person has a certain illness, um, then that illness in, in, a, in a certain part of the body is also an outcome of repressed thought forms. What happens is that every time a person feels something, thinks something, but they do not communicate, they don't verbalize, they keep mm-hmm. it in a certain part of the body. Yes. So, and because each chakra point has a certain um, quality of life that we need to use in order to fully engage in life, all our chakra system needs to be... Um, fully open in a sense that every chakra with its qualities needs to be functional within those qualities and also communicate within each other. So, in other words, if we deny one part of ourselves, for example, if we deny our sexuality, that's going to affect the energy in the rest of the body and how we're going to feel physically, emotionally, mentally, and how our life is going to be. And if we uh, just focus on one area and say, well, I have to be more loving, but then we repress anger in our or, or insecurity in our third chakra, which is the power center, then our love is going to be uh, conditional. 
We cannot right. come to unconditional love. So we need to honor and accept every part of ourselves in order to live a full human existence and in order to be authentic. Right. And this right. system basically uh, does that. It helps people to come to their authenticity because it does not deny any part. It does not judge any part. So it encourages people to go into those repressed areas, re- release their repressed thought forms and emotions through the whole body, and that the system eventually, um, through exploration, that's how I came to this entire system that works from head to toe with mm-hmm. the entire chakra system, with the whole body, and releases those repressed thought forms everywhere so that there is a unity that arises out of that um, release of a release and opening of all the chakra system in the body so that with that there's also an awareness of your true self. Suddenly you jump into that inner place of stillness and realize that this is my being and the being is it transcends everything. It transcends fear, it transcends death, it transcends judgment and you realize that everything else is connected to my ego. And I'm not the ego. This is so. It's it's a system not only that helps to heal, but it's also a system that helps to to transform a person spiritually. Right. So, how um, do you suggest that individuals, you know, through your system, how do they, you know, what is the fastest, easiest um, way that people can begin to release all of these suppressed? emotions, thought forms, beliefs, all of those things that are preventing them from accessing their light, their love, their who they really are. I mean, are there is it all is it about communication or um what is how how do you do it in your system? Uh well the way I do it when I work with people one on one, another thing I'd like to mention that obviously I was working uh with people one on one. I still do um occasionally I don't I, I, I don't like to do it too much now because um, I've been busy writing the, my second book and the system, which is actually uh, pretty close to being released. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what I do, first of all, is, uh, as I already mentioned, I look to see what are those repressed thought forms in the body and what is the cause. For example, if somebody says, I have... Um, um, you know, I have cancer, or I have I have fibromyalgia, or I have this chronic pain. I've done everything about it, and it's still there. Mm-hmm. I look to see, or any kind of a problem, doesn't matter what it is. I look to see into the unconscious, and I go through layers to see what is the original cause. And then, once I see the cause, then I start working with the person with the thought forms. But now, I created the self-healing version of this which I'm very excited about because I've, I've tested it, I've worked with it um, with people and in groups and individually, and I've been amazed at how powerful it is when people use it on their own. So what I do in the book, I describe how people can start identifying those repressed thought forms themselves, mm-hmm. and then just simply using my guidance on the CD with the system they are able to release those thought forms through expression and through breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, one absolutely important part of the system is also breathing. Because 
we repress our thoughts, emotions, fears by stopping our breathing. And in order to open and start accessing those repressed thought forms, we need to use breathing. Mm-hmm. So it uses breathing and out loud expression and, um, like I said, moves you through different parts of the body and it goes up and down the body in different ways um, based on what I experienced and explored that works to quickly open up the channel. So what people can do in the meantime, well, um, like you said, expression is very important. Now, to ask somebody when you feel afraid, just, just verbalize. I'm afraid, or verbalize what you feel, verbalize your um, anger, for example. You don't, don't, without throwing it on anybody that I'm, uh, I'm angry, this makes me upset. But that's not enough, you see. I can, I can ask people to do that, but that's not enough. It's, the system absolutely needs to be followed mm-hmm. in order for consciousness to come in. So the only thing I can say right now, just, um, um, be a uh, be few months more patient and this system will be out and you can explore right. and you can experiment with it right but so that people understand um you know what what really goes on and what really happens with these yes. depressed thoughts and emotions how do you um uh based on your experience and your understanding how do you feel that those suppressed thoughts and emotions affect our ability to be healthy and happy or how do they oh. cause pain or illness what's the connection there's absolutely a deep connection in in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing we need to realize that fear is the major, major problem causer <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. about about um, the quality of our life. And um, when we are afraid to be authentically ourselves, what we start doing is we start repressing how we feel, we start repressing our true thoughts and emotions. And not only that, we, because we're oppressed and because we're afraid to be judged, we're afraid to be criticized, what we do, we unconsciously start criticizing and judging other people. Mm. And when there's insecurities and because um, somebody wants to, didn't receive enough love as a child and they were criticized. So those memories are in the body. And automatically, mechanically, the person grows up doing the same thing, what they've learned, they've seen from their parents. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that this is a learned behavior, that I am not this, mm-hmm. that, um, that all my insecurities have to do with my ego personality. And this is where, what I described very thoroughly in my first book, In Search of the Miraculous, healing into consciousness, and I describe this as a wounded ego that needs to be healed in order for the person to be able to see the ego, become healthy with, with the ego self, and only the healthy ego can say, today is a good day to die, and I'm willing to let this go, I'm willing to surrender. And yeah. surrender and let go are absolutely essential for us to come to the place of realizing that I am a cosmic being. I am more than just mm-hmm. this body, I'm and more the story. than my thoughts and my emotions. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. 
Well, yeah. I think so often we carry around, um, without realizing it, oftentimes people carry around these stories that have, you know, from childhood, you know, the limiting beliefs or however you want to phrase it, but it's um, realizing that it's just a story, it's something you've carried along with you, but you can, you like you said, you can choose to surrender it, let it go, and then, wow, it's so liberating and freeing because, you know, you get that off your back, <laughs> and the energy can start flowing in your body because, like you said, um, all of those just create internal blocks that prevent the flow. Um, and so as we release the suppression, the thoughts, the emotions, the beliefs, the energy is allowed to flow more. And that's where we start experiencing the miraculous, <laughs> the, the beauty. Right, exactly. Exactly, mm-hmm. and there's so many ex- uh, examples, Carrie, that I can give with each person that I've worked, mm-hmm. um, how quickly those transformations can happen. You know, if thank um, you for saying that because I love that you said that because it's not it doesn't have to be this long, hard, uh, drawn out process. So would you like would you like to give us an example? Um, absolutely. I know there are many. <laughs> you know, there's there's actually thousands, and to me, it's always like, what was the latest? You know, that I worked yeah. with the latest, the person that I worked <laughs> with last, and and uh, as a matter of fact, yesterday I was. Um, talking to my uh, grandchild I, I also work with children I was talking to my grandchild and another little girl 10 years old and both had uh, obviously different issues my grandchild she was afraid of uh, throwing up mm. so she constantly had this fear of throwing up now the thing is that I can see that in her previous lifetime that she had that experience of coming to her death and having the experience of throwing up. So she's afraid, and, and the memory comes and continues. But as a child, I cannot bring her to, you know, talk to, well, you know, uh, this is what you felt in a previous lifetime, etc., because her attention span is not very focused on understanding that. So all I had to do is help her to verbalize, I'm afraid to throw up. Mm-hmm. And as she verbalized, consciousness came very quickly and she saw that the fear is actually um is not true Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and 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 she was like oh this is actually not true i'm not afraid to throw up right and when that that awareness came i'm not afraid to throw up i i just um grounded in in her body through through the system i basically used my method very uh sort of like a mini version of the method with her and it took maybe 10 years, uh, 10 minutes, and uh, <laughs> she's 10 years old. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, uh, and very quickly, her power came in because mm-hmm. her awareness came in, and I'm not afraid to throw up anymore. And that was it. Right. And the other little girl that I talked to afterwards, she had a sprained ankle, and she's, she's a gymnast, and she's a dancer, and she performs. And she has a competition coming up, and with sprained ankle, doctor said, "Well, no, you can't, you can't go into the competition." And she was, she was really adamant. No, I need to go. I have to do this because she canceled um, meeting up with her dad in Mexico because of the competition. So she didn't go to Mexico, not uh, to miss the competition, and. She sprained her ankle, and when I when I looked at that, I said, "Okay, let's see what's in that um, 
what kind of thought form is in the ankle that's repressed. And what came up was that I'm afraid to disappoint you, Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because she didn't, she refused to go. She chose not to go and to stay for the competition. That fear to disappoint him emotionally somehow was there when she was practicing her her routine, and she sprained her ankle. Mm-hmm. So once once that was released, and once she got to see that I'm not disappointing my dad because he loves me and he wants me to do what's right for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it was like now the body is going to heal, the ankle is going to heal, and a good thing she has a couple of days before the competition. Right. So those are very small examples. There's so many other examples that people have suffered with with certain illnesses such as asthma, um, such as thyroid is another common one that people come with me uh, to work with me uh, with, and. Suddenly the counts change, the thyroid problems disappear, the asthma disappears, the fibromyalgia disappears. Those things disappear and they disappear very quickly the moment those repressed thought forms are released. And mm-hmm. not only that, Carrie, is what's important is for consciousness to come in. Yeah. That's why I say healing into consciousness because when you believe into a story, when there's a belief that mm-hmm. I'm wounded, I'm not good enough, that belief undermines the whole energy, undermines uh, the way you feel about yourself, the way you interact in life, the, the way you actually do your work. And right. once that belief is recognized and seen that it's a belief, oh my God, this is where I learned it. And actually, I'm not insecure. Actually, I'm, I'm good enough. And I was just believing that I'm not because in my childhood I heard I was not good enough. Suddenly, once the consciousness comes in and the person sees that this is a story and this is not true, that's where the transformation happens in the whole body and it's permanent. The person cannot go back into the old pattern because once you see something, you've seen it. You can't repeat the old pattern once you see that it's false. Yes. Well, and I think the awareness is so important to realize, okay, what what belief is it that is preventing me from, whether it's health or happiness or joy or expansion of, of whatever kind, and realizing, I think one of the, the, the greatest things to realize is if it makes you feel heavy and, and, and small and all that, it's not true. I mean, from your infinite, expansive self, that isn't true. And once you realize that and you realize you've just carried that along, but that no longer serves you. It's not true. It is false. And you can create a new true story of who you really are, which is this infinite, you know, powerful, beautiful, radiant being that is, um, you know, capable of anything, including releasing these uh, old suppressions and beliefs. You can do that instantly because you're the one who's carried them around, so you're the one who can just as easily let them go. And like you said, when you do that, the flow begins again, the energy starts to flow, and you remember, you feel your your infinite nature and how, how beautiful you really are, right? That, that's right, and it happens spontaneously. Mm-hmm. And I like the word remember that you use because that's exactly what happens. You remember um, mm-hmm. that you you remember who you truly are because most of people, we forget who we are. We come knowing, children come knowing. There's, there's a sense 
they know that the the the, the innocence is still there, mm-hmm. and we lose our innocence simply because of all our conditionings yeah. and from our life experiences, and depending on what kind of life experiences we have, and regardless whether somebody had a positive or negative life experience, still life affects us. The conditionings are all around us. Mm-hmm. We get conditioned on every step. We watch television, there's conditioning. We go to school, there's conditioning. Everything is around us is conditioning. And to see that I'm conditioned yeah. is such a liberating mm-hmm. um, realization. And to remember that actually I am much greater than this. I am the universe and nothing mm-hmm. can touch me and mm-hmm. death does not exist. Remembering that I am an eternal um being that can never die is is so liberating and that happens only through obviously the consciousness com- coming in and mm-hmm. um and w- the the hard work is that we need to see what we're not that's basically to me <laughs> right. is the work <laughs> yes but, bring that to the surface the all the falsehoods and the uh yes well which which limit us because the the beauty and the gift I feel like available to all of us right now, if we choose it, is remembering you know our infiniteness, and we don't have to be limited anymore by the conditioning. And I think sometimes it's just the awareness, like I mentioned before, of the conditioning, and then the release of it that that allows for the liberation. And it can be that simple, but it is a. <laughs> I feel like it's also a a practice or a way of being where you are in awareness, you know, in your daily life, because then you're able to see what's really happening as it's happening. Does that make sense? <laughs> well, absolutely. And also another thing uh, to to keep in mind um, is that there's many times people do a lot of work but they don't realize that they're holding on to something that they want to, they don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. I, I just finished an eight-week online course, and it's it's actually miraculous when people realize that oh my God, I want to be happy, but I'm actually not wanting to let go of my sadness. Mm-hmm. So this is the part of what yes. many times prevents people. Well, I I'm actually, um, you know, I like to feel sad or or I like to get attention and yes. uh, if if I if I'm not healthy I get attention so that's their identity that they've created and they're exactly. afraid of releasing and, that and and the thing is that people do they 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 go well you know I do want to feel uh, better I do I want to heal myself but then there's that that subtle voice and only they know and and it's so deep in the unconscious that, yes, well, I do want to let go of my ego and I want to wake up and I want to become enlightened, but um, actually I don't want to let go of my attachments. I don't want to let go of this and that and the other. And in that, it's like a catch-22. Well, if you want to wake up, you need to let go of your attachments. You need to see your attachments. You need to see your attachment to your ego. Well, and be willing and, to release the cycles of drama and of, um, you know, the cycles of whatever it is that has created the, quote, identity that you um, have become so comfortable with. And there has to be a willingness to 
let that go. And I, I think you're right, it is. That can be really challenging for people because that's all they know. And they think, well, if I release this, who am I? <laughs> that's, that's right. And also the fear of the unknown. We have yes. to remember that because why people are holding on and, and keeping their attachment is because there is the fear of the unknown. And the fear of the unknown, we all experience it. And this is, some people experience it and they, they say, well, I'm going to, um, I feel the fear and I'm going to jump into this anyways. And that's the only way. And that's what I did. I, I felt the fear of death because that's the ultimate fear. The fear of death is entering that unknown because the ego dies and you're jumping into the unknown. Yeah. And y- you need to say, okay, if, if this is going to happen, so be it. And in that taking the courage to jump into that fear and say, okay, I'm going to face this fear and I'm going to pass through it. That mm-hmm. alone helps you to come to the other side and realize that, as a matter of fact, this fear is an illusion. But yeah. until we go through the fear, we think it's real. Right. And this is one thing, one major thing, that keeps most people small, right. that keeps mm-hmm. them in the story, is right. the fear of the unknown, the fear to surrender, and the fear to jump into um, into this unknown, because, you know, if if a person has small fears, such as fear to, if I speak up, um, I might be criticized and I might not be loved and accepted. So that's a little little fear, but it's still a fear of death. It's still, still a fear of the unknown on a bigger mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, that is the major, sort of like a bullseye, that everybody needs to work through if if somebody's serious about their physical transformation, emotional, mental, and spiritual transformation. Fear mm-hmm. is, um, I say, it's the head of the dragon. That yeah. needs to be uh, looked at and worked with. And we have so many, you know, even cartoons that that we watch how <laughs> how the character really battles, you know, or. or stands up to the dragon and to the fire that comes through. All it is is, is our own ego that we need to to tackle and to work with. <laughs> it's so true. Well, and you know the and when we address this this fear that seems so big, you know that's the root of all of this disease, 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 and it's the root of of Absolutely. everything that is all the disharmony in our lives is 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 rooted in that fear. So even if it seems daunting, you know, just little steps of of what you're talking about, which is communicating your truth, um, start to do that. I mean, if we're going to give people some practical um, advice right now, you know, I would say start with communicating your truth and speaking your truth as much as possible, maybe a little bit more each day so you get more and more. That becomes the norm for you instead of suppression. Um, what would you say? Like if, if to give people some practical advice right now um, that are listening to us, what would you say? Well, absolutely. It's taking the courage. It's all about developing courage. And I have to mention that courage is developed the more consciousness uh, comes in, the more courage you develop. And another thing that is absolutely necessary for courage to develop is to learn how to witness the thoughts and emotions and and the fears. And the witnessing happens as a result of meditation. 
That's why I love to teach meditation in my workshops and retreats and mm-hmm. online courses. When I do the online course, we also practice with different active meditations simply because only doing it mentally is not enough. We right. simultaneously need to bring in meditation, practice of witnessing, so that we can tackle those deeper areas. So if you're going deeper into the darker tunnel, you need to have some light in your hand and feel that I can go into it because I can watch, I can, I can uh, see, I can, I can see my fears and I can watch them. And you I can, can be the observer, right? The observer. That's right. The observer. Absolutely, absolutely. The being a observer is absolutely necessary. Right. And um, this is something that, that I bring in and teach in all my work mm-hmm. uh, because I know that without cultivating that inner witness, it's not possible for people to go deeper into their unconscious. Even though they might have the wishful thinking, they might be... Yeah. willing to, but energetically, technically, it's just not possible. It's, it's simple mathematics. Yeah, so and I love, how you, I love how you phrased it, cultivate the inner witness. Um, I think that's something I hope everyone takes away from this conversation today is cultivate that inner witness because what happens is then you're able to see the cycles that only you are creating. <laughs> you get to see the stories. You get to witness what you've created and then go, oh, wow, I, I've been doing this for so many years. Well, look at what I've done. You know, but that's okay. Now I can make a different choice and I can be aware and observe um, what's happening and then choose something different, something more empowering, something that makes me feel lighter, more liberated, more who I really am. And, uh, but I love that phrase, cultivate the inner witness. Do that every day. Yes, I, ha- I have a chapter on that one, too, actually, <laughs> yeah. just because it's so important. And it's a ve- at the very beginning of the, of the book because um, it, it sort of sets the foundation for people to understand. To tackle all the things and to heal the wounded ego, we need simultaneously to cultivate that inner witness. And uh, uh, and I love the active meditations. I always talk about about them because um, the the silent sitting for many people seems to be like a hard job, yeah. a hard yeah. task. But with the active meditations, and those are the meditations that are specifically designed for our lifestyle, a busy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What you do, you you engage the body in activity, such as um, shaking, dancing. Uh, in in the case of the no yes meditation, you say no for half an hour, and that mm-hmm. releases uh, a lot of those repressed emotions. Yeah, yes. So that meditation is available, and people can do it, and it's it's very quickly you can come to a place of that inner stillness and a place to the authentic yes, because you realize all the no's that you've been repressing that's released out of your body. So that's active meditation, and all the active meditation, and there's many different kinds, um, and they started, they were primarily devised by uh, the Indian mystic Osho, Mm -hmm. and what they do is they have an element of silent sitting, which is for 15 minutes silent sitting. The whole meditation is an hour, so you have different phases, and you have activity, you have... um, the, the silent sitting phase, you have a relaxation phase, and the body relaxes before your mind can relax. So you need to relax the body so that 
the mind automatically follows because body, right. body and mind are very uh, much interconnected. Mm-hmm. So with that, the meditation becomes a joy to do because you're enjoying the process rather than dreading and saying, well, I can't sit, <laughs> my mind is racing yeah. and I can't quiet the mind. The mind quiets itself automatically when the body relaxes. Right. No, and I love that, and I think that's what um, allows people to develop that as a practice, a consistent practice, which is what will change your life when you when it becomes a daily uh, part of your your life and your being. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to let people know how to reach you because we only have about a minute and a half left. Do you want to tell them how they can find you online? Uh, well, my website is modadalian dot com, and okay. uh, th- there's um um. There is a, a free download for a, for a power shake, which I, I love to suggest people do every morning because it gives a lot of energy that does the energy boost physically. And that's a free download with the newsletter sign up. And there's also a special on the website with the purchase of the book and the No Yes Active Meditation CD. People could get a free teleclass with me where they can ask um um, a specific individual question that that uh, if they need to answer for, and all the um, schedule of events with my coming up retreats and online courses, etc. With also the the news about uh, they can sign up for notification where they could get the um, uh, once the new book and the Dalian Method uh, CD and uh, book come out, which will be also. Uh, accompanied by a DVD to show people how to do it. Wonderful. That, um, they could sign up for that as well, and they'll be notified when it's uh, available. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we've reached the end of our time together, Mada. <laughs> wonderful talking to you, Carrie. Oh, you too. I really, it's really such appreciate It's a wonderful you. topic to talk about, and you could keep, you know, there's so much to say. <laughs> we just barely scratched the surface, but I do feel like... It was yeah. a beautiful conversation, a lot of beautiful energy, and I hope that um, everyone will enjoy it. I know I did, and I really appreciate you for being here with me. And thank you, your beautiful self, for making this happen. Ah, You're welcome. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening uh, to us today. Um, you can reach Mada at madadalian.com, and you can reach me at kerrymurphy.com. Thank you again for sharing this time and space with us. I appreciate you and all that you bring to this community and the collective energy of this show. Sending you all my love, and until next Wednesday, I encourage you to take at least one nugget of wisdom from this broadcast today and use it to create some positive change in your own life this week. Remember that change requires action. There can be no change in your world until there is change within you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, Mana. The Create Change Now radio show is a weekly hour-long program hosted by Soul Success Coach, best-selling author, and media personality, Carrie Murphy. After her own near-death experience over 15 years ago, Carrie's intention became clear. She is passionately devoted to increasing the consciousness of the planet by reaching millions through her radio show, her Create Change Now telesummit series, her company, Empowerment Coaching Solutions, and her best-selling books. If you crave authentic, soul-driven success that allows for limitless abundance in every form this show is divinely designed for you this program can be 
be likened to a weekly multivitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. Carrie conducts enlightening discussions intended to inspire you to tap into your creative potential for leading a purposeful life through spiritual awareness, discovery, healing, and conscious living. Join Carrie every Wednesday to get your personal dose of inspiration and reach her directly at www.carriemurphy.com or 1-800-704-SOUL. The time for positive change is now. Thank you for listening to the Create Change Now radio show with your host, Carrie Murphy. You can visit Carrie's e-store and check out all her books by going to www.carriemurphy.com. That's Carrie, C-A-R-I, Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y.com. Join us again next week where Carrie's amazing guests reveal their personal stories which you won't want to miss. We also invite you to go to iTunes and rate this show.